The house is Sarah's house. The tooth Convenient. thumbled down the hair. The, well, you're getting my words wrong now because all the cameras thumbled the down the hair. Yeah, thumbled <laughs> down the hair. Oh, mate, that was the best one you've done for a all while. All I can hear <laughs> in my fucking ear is Penny going, fucking shit, bitch, fucking dead. <laughs> the tooth thumble. That's still not a word. Tumble. Tumble. Tumble down whatever the hill. I'm reading it too hard now. <laughs> the hill. Reading the too hard. I'm concentrating on it so much that I'm trying to get it right. That's why oh, I'm reading it too Dan, hard. Dan, you're fucking adorable. Hello and welcome to episode one, 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 one. One. God, could you imagine? One. What, are we announcing this in binary? <laughs> one. Welcome to 111. Uh, the onest of all the episodes. One all is the loneliest number. <laughs> There's only one song I could think of. We didn't ask you to sing, but we're glad you you're here. You anyway. never that do. That is Penny. Hello! And over there is Andy. Hello. Having a great day, sir, aren't you, Andy? Oh, mate, I am apoplectic with like my moods have been up and down. I've That's been grumpy right. all day, I've been fucking seething with rage to the point I was shaking. Mm. I was cold earlier, which was annoying. <laughs> it's too hot, it's too cold. Fucking hell, what is life, eh? A series of ones and zeros, series of ones and ones and ones. That was good. And welcome to that episode. Uh, later on today, we'll be talking about uh, Andy's film, The Hats with Army Man. That's Dan, by the way. Oh, sorry, I thought you'd stopped. Uh, sorry? You didn't introduce you, and I know people get you oh, too confused. I don't need to be I don't need to be introduced, really, to people be honest. People can't tell like, you like, apart. I find uh, that people, quite offensive. <laughs> I, I feel like some people know me pretty well. You know? I think I think yeah. not anyone that listens well. to this. I think they know me now. Yeah, you know. Well, we don't know. Either way. Speaking of Dan's, Daniel Radcliffe is in Swiss Army Man. <laughs> Daniel <Yeah>. Radcliffe. <laughs> Brandy's uh, film out of the hat should be an eventful trip down 40 lane. Penny, what did you watch? Have you been watching? Did you watch? Where are you watching? And when were you watching? Well, first I listened to something. Does that count? <laughs> oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> uh, I mean, that counts. Yeah. yeah I sure. listened okay. to a really sad audiobook, a biography. Uh, called The Chris Farley Show. Chris Farley was a comedian in the 90s, most famous for SNL, um, and Tommy Boy starring him and David Spade. And he was very funny, but his short life was sad because he was an alcoholic and an addict. And I was not expecting the book to be as sad as it, even though I know he died. Uh, Spoilers. (laughs) Is that a spoiler? Spoiler? No. You, you make me so paranoid with spoilers. You said short life. That is a oh, short yeah, life. Okay. Spoilers. He's I don't dead. know. You make me paranoid. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was lots of quotes from people that knew him, <laughs> and things that were all put together. It was written by his brother and somebody else, and it, you know, it talked about his life and his family life and his career. But then, the inevitable of the drink and the food and the booze led him on a, down a horrible path which ended his life so the last half hour well, last couple of hours of the audiobook are incredibly sad so finish that you're um 
you're a big SNL fan, right? 90s SNL era. fan, yes, I am. Can I you fucking love Chris ex- Farley as well. Can you explain to me what the hype is with Chris Farley? Because every time I've seen him and stuff, I'm like, he's just fucking annoying. Uh, he was had a very specific, he was very pigeonholed, uh, as he called it, fat man fall down. He yeah. m- mostly, he's kind of famous for like a few standout sketches, then a bit of a cameo in Wayne's World and a Tommy Boy, which I feel like I should watch because apparently it's the it's funny. But I don't know. I just really like some of his sketches. Um, SNL used to be on for a, at one point it was on Netflix, like the whole nineties series. But I'm sure hmm. they repeated some sketches and cut some bits out because I think sometimes bits of it don't like it's fine on live TV and then it doesn't get syndicated it doesn't get put through i don't know it is just um he's just over the top um my favorite sketch of his is him being the motivational speaker um talking about being in a van down by the river but mostly because you can see everybody else completely corpsing yeah david spade is david spade is just he cannot hold himself still no he's fucking uh, around with his belt and yeah because they were like they he did he did that sketch more than once but then there's just sometimes he would just do you know he would just improv stuff and just like i don't think he was ever supposed to throw himself through a table i don't think anyone expected that because he did that in one Mm. i don't know he just seemed like such a sweetheart and he just couldn't you know he couldn't what's the word i was gonna say fix his demons but that doesn't sound right do you think he was like your era's john belushi no lots of people said that and oh Lots of people kind of drew like drew the same comparison. And there was a lot of bit in the book about people like Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase, who were there the first time around, being like, You're not fucking John Belushi, fucking stop it. Like somebody said to him, he's like, You're not John Belushi. He's done way more work than you have. He's got a better career. Like, you haven't had a chance yet. Like you haven't you haven't done your best work yet. Like just stop like you don't so did he think he was john belushi i think there was a little bit of that right like there's definitely a similarity you know funny fat guy does a lot of drugs but everyone was like he like chris farley's career wasn't amazing like a lot of the movies he did i yeah. i think i've only ever seen him in wayne's world and you know and snl and not a lot else whereas john no. belushi had like proper movies and things like that and people are like you have got so much more to do and they were like and then people were like look at fucking he died like you can't you can't keep going like this you will die and he's like yep who do you think the modern john belushi is do you think it's kevin james no because he doesn't do loads of drugs he's <laughs> just a fat man who's not that funny uh, why, why are you asking <laughs> questions about <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, it was a sad book. So, but it was interesting. If sounds it, yeah, you like nineties SNL, which I do. And then on my lunch break, I have been continuing to watch Below Deck Med because here at Unusual Suspects, we enjoy reality TV, especially we each have our own. Yeah, and um, uh, you may hear more than one in this episode. (laughs) Apparently, we're uh, scraping the the barrel. 
the bottom hey, of the no, deck. No, 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 I just need something to watch no. at lunchtimes. And below, who knew that a show about people serving rich people on a boat would be interesting? But it is. And is it? Yeah, I was going to say, is it? You've I like it like, to me many times. Yeah, it's fun. Can you like explain what it is aside from people saying? <laughs> no, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. So Below Deck is about a bunch of people that are called yachties, which are people that work on boats <laughs> and yachts and super yachts. Like the rapper Lil Yachty. I don't know if he's ever worked on a yacht. If they get fired, are they called notties? <laughs> oh, that was good. That, that is was good. good. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's just... They do, they have, what do they do, like five, six charters a season. So you'll get some rich person that's hired the boat and then it shows them doing stuff and looking after them and how the boat runs and the drama. Because obviously when you live on a tiny boat with a bunch of people, there's mm. drama. The one I'm watching at the moment, the chef was really shit and she got the sack. because She couldn't even fucking make pancakes. She couldn't make pancakes. She was, supposed to, she was supposed to be like a cordon bleu trained chef. And she made, I've seen Jenny's drunk friend make better looking nachos than she did. And then she couldn't what? even make pancakes. So they sacked her. Nachos so. is just, you know, you open a bag of Doritos, chuck some cheese on in the yeah, microwave. But the, I don't know how much the boat costs, but like at the end of the charter, they get given a tip. Mm. And the last one I watched, the tip was $27,000 on top of whatever they paid for the yacht and stuff. So like huh. you don't, if you're paying that sort of money, shit nachos, it's not the one. How can we apply? Oh, you'd fucking hate it. You're too big to work on a little boat as well. You'd be like smushed all the time. They have to sleep I in like also, a little bunk bed. I also get really seasick. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> there was one girl and she joined and she was seasick. And she couldn't do any work for like three days. If there's um, robot versions of the staff, are they called bodies? Look at him. Keep going. Got any more? <laughs> if they're sick, are they called snotties? Oh, that's, that's very good. That was good. If they've that got a gun, are they called shotties? <laughs> She's blowing you away, mate. <laughs> if they've <laughs> got, got a gun. <laughs> do they have guns? I don't know. <laughs> Not on, not on this one. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's that's. Do they have harpoons? No, it's a it's a super yacht. It's fancy. It's not like a whaling trawler. <laughs> that's what they should do for the next series. <laughs> is put one a whale like a proper fucking tanker. Kitty told me about one because there's below deck and there's below deck med and there's another one and she said one guy was like working on the deck and this rope got wrapped around his foot and he got pulled into the water. And if they hadn't managed to, I don't know what they, whether they cut the rope or whatever, but he could have <laughs> lost it. his, they shot him <laughs> with, with their guns. legs tied. But he could have lost his foot and or drowned. <laughs> but I haven't seen that one yet. So uh, I think that's his own fault for not being aware of ropes on a boat. That, that's just Health and safety. common nautical sense. It's weird because so they'll have a lot of recurring people. So there's Captain Sandy. She's on quite a lot of them. And then... Some of them have more experience than others and some of them have only done it for like a couple of years and then they suck and then that really annoys the people that have been doing it for like nine years because they're not very good at their job, which is why the drama is good and you can sit there and be critical and be like, look at her fucking pancakes, they're shit, get rid of her. Do you think she's called Captain Sandy because it's beach themed? 
I think that's like, just do they the, all have the name her mom. Themed names? <laughs> no, it's, it's just not the name SpongeBob. Squidward doesn't work there, no. right? Mr. Krabs is not there either, in case you're asking. The other captain is Captain Lee, so no. Captain Lee? It's not. Mm, maybe. I think hers is the only beach thing gone. Supposed to be Captain C. <laughs> <laughs> work together. Oh. I'm a yachty. That's what we do. You're not wearing any clothes. There are unmentionable parts staring right into my eyeballs. <laughs> you've got beautiful women, you've got lots of money. I feel like there is some flirting. I get distracted by the ladies. Well, it's got onions on it. Can we get another one with no chives? Well, that's not going to happen, so they can f*** off. Andy, have you watched anything? <laughs> Sounds like a Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been... Uh, yeah. I'm gonna what have you watched? I'm going to use my regular catchphrase and say I've been really busy this week, so I've had very little time to watch stuff. So we oh, have really? been watching um, the classic reality show, Married at First Sight UK. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. What a coincidence, that. Mm. Oh, wow. Now, I, I'm going to sound slightly pretentious here. I like watching it because I like the, psycho the psychology between the couples and that's the excuse i use for watching can it. you explain it for me that doesn't have a tv license no spoilers please yes so married at first sight couple uh, it couples two people together who then meet for the first time when they get married do they talk is they this, go, jenny watches this do they talk they talk beforehand right and then they get no, no. so the what? first oh. time they ever meet or talk to each other so it's a complete stranger that you meet just before you say your vows. Do they get half each other's stuff when they get divorced? Um. So Okay, so I think technically oh, they don't spoiled? get legally married. Oh, is it like don't tell the bride? Or at the end, at, until at the end of the, of the series, if they remain together. That's no good. Because there is one Jenny said that might be love is blind and they can only talk to each other through text. And then if they decide to get engaged, then they're allowed to meet each other. That is Love is Blind, yeah. yeah. I've not seen it, but I've heard it's okay. I've been recommended it after my like for uh, Married <laughs> at First Sight. <laughs> but so they so they meet for the first time at the end of the aisle. It's not a shop. Uh, it's where you get married. I don't know why I'm explaining that was bit specifically. One, was there one Explain where, to us, Andy. where a guy was standing waiting for the bride and his little face lit up when he saw this woman and then she turned out to be a bridesmaid and it wasn't her? Was that that show? Yes. <laughs> Awkward. Yes. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, that was the last series. But so they then go on a honeymoon and then they have like, I think they have like two weeks before they then get all of the couples together. And then they have like right. a big... Um, dinner party together and that's when the drama starts happening because then that's they start the fighting they're like oh, oh your mate, wife's fitter than my wife it's superb it's is that superb. what happens was i right so in, i'll give you i'll give you a mild spoiler because it happens quite early on mm -hmm. one of the couples this year the bride got caught by her new husband with someone else kissing a girl in a hot tub on their oh. honeymoon <gasps> well kissing a girl's oh. fine right it he, damn right is. Wait. <laughs> I mean, unless she's going to run off with the girl. Hi. I mean, it was, it was their honeymoon. And then she was like, oh, well, we were just playing truth or dare. Yeah, so it's fine. fine. But then, obviously, they get to the dinner party. And that starts to get spread around all the other couples. So everyone now knows about it. Fuck but it's only come from one source. 
the husband, who was the only other person <gasps> there. And so then the drama just increases from that. Yeah, he told everyone. And I think it's because he was looking for validation that his reaction was okay. But also, he came across like a dickhead. Yeah. And it just escalates. Like, and- you don't do that shit to people in public. Like, if you've got a problem, like, he should have kept that between the wife and the girl and not not yeah, done that exactly. in public and yeah. spread that around. That's a shitty thing yeah, to do. Yeah, don't spread around in public, yeah. Yeah, there's no need to spread that sort of shit in public. Like, there's you no. don't have to call someone out unnecessarily for that no. sort of thing particularly <laughs> exactly. if you you like attach to them or have a fondness or like are married or work closely with them you just gotta rise above it and do it no. behind the scenes and that's what he should have done but he didn't yeah. they then have a commitment ceremony where they then they then either write leave or stay <laughs> that's so <laughs> blunt <laughs> okay. so so they talk Bye. so they get there's like a group of experts and they experts. like probe they probe What's experts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, psychiatrists. Yeah, they're, I think they're love like love gurus. They're like yeah, they are like the love guru. Mike Myers is there. Um, no, not. But so they're the three experts, and they they ask probing questions, and then like try and work out what's going on behind the scenes and stuff. And then after they've had that conversation, the couples then individually one at a time have to lift up a card saying leave or stay if they want to stay oh, within the process. Oh, it's like split or no split. It's like, it's like, um, <laughs> it's yeah, like golden balls. Split or steal. <laughs> it's golden balls. Literally. It's golden balls. Stakes are as high as golden balls though. Well, that's mm. also true. Um, but from, so I, it, the drama is incredible. Mm. There's always some absolute cunts and they're always fun to watch because they are dickheads. But there's always one couple who, you know from the outset like they've tried hard to make the right yeah. match so the experts try and match people together yeah i think i'd do so their algorithm i don't think they i think i'd be awful i don't know i think they've been well maybe you probably would they would just fussy. give you a literal red flag and you'd be fine <laughs> just carry it off into the sunset <laughs> yeah but they so they give like they do pre-interviews when they're trying to find a match and they have like oh i want this person and like you know this and this and this oh and also a big dick yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then they'll try and match him with someone who fits and then you get dappy or they match him with someone who isn't like that and then that's when you get the drama oh that would annoy me though like if i was like really if i was one of those people i'm like right i'm gonna I'm going to find my... And then they fucking match me with the complete opposite of what I'd asked for. I'd be so cross. What a fucking yeah. waste of my time. Well, so there's a dude there who was like, oh, I, I normally go for girls like Rihanna. And he's been matched with a very beautiful woman, but she is curvy. I am, yeah. Cats like you talking about She's right overheard. <laughs> She's overheard. Uh, but he's been matched with like a slightly like a like a curvier woman who's yeah. really lovely and really nice and he's like flat oh, out tiny. refusing to sleep with her because it's not his type sleep with her like at least like <laughs> just the way you said he's flat out refusing to sleep with her like that's a requirement like it's not four. a requirement but they are married so like half of most of them have been sleeping with each other because you're married and you consummate oh, but he's you like no nah, no nah, gonna... i want to i want to wait till i'm like oh no he's gonna leave till i'm there till i'm 100 and then we'll go no. for it no, He's which I band. mean, which to be fair is better than him banging her with every intention of leaving. Well, that's also true. Hmm. 
So I would recommend Married at First Sight if you're into that sort of weird <laughs> reality show. I fucking love it. The last series as well. Sounds series good. Series six was the last series. And there are a few people on there that I I think of and my piss boils. <laughs> I want to watch you watch horrendous it. I'm so people. jealous of Cat right now. It, so it's, it's, like, it's like an hour long, right? <laughs> Sometimes it's an lessons. hour and a half. And it takes us two hours to watch it because I'm constantly <laughs> pausing it to go, this person's a fucking prick. How can they do this? This is unnecessary. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get Kat to set up a camera without you knowing just so I can watch you watch it because I can't watch Gogglebox anymore. And it's going to be amazing. Well, if you're planning on coming down soon, catch we'll up and we'll, yes. we'll watch it. Yeah. Okay, that is we'll catch up <laughs> catch up and we'll watch it together um, the other thing that I've been watching and I briefly mentioned it a few weeks ago is um, Bluey you ever watch Bluey? <laughs> I didn't know if you were actually going to bring it up again week. I love it I love he's it. got a baby Bluey is like a kids Australian kids show I think it's also commissioned by BBC um, it? and it's about a family of dogs but it's one of the most wholesome things I've ever well, seen they're Australian aren't they like Australian wolfhounds they or are. something they're Australian um, healers. Oh yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's uh, the parents bandit in Chile, <laughs> and the two kids Bingo and Bluey. Bingo's four, I think. Bluey is six, and you just see their like day to day. And it's it's as a it's new like below parent, deck, but less boats. Yeah. As a new parent, and it's this is soft. this is <laughs> this is late. only. I I've heard it's the best kid show. Of recent years. It's incredible. Okay. It's like one right. of the most wholesome, touching things I've ever seen. And I've watched a lot of touching things. Read into that how you will. <laughs> um, they're just like, they're just very good parents and they're always determined to play with the kids. Oh, that's badly worded. To play games <laughs> with the kids. <laughs> like regardless of what the situation is but it's also about teaching them lessons and how to like grow and maintain themselves it's r- genuinely really lovely and wholesome it and hilarious nice. um not that either of you two will ever watch it for a long time i imagine if ever no but, no babies no. from me but i might watch I it for fun teletubbies recently obviously I, you do it's, it's fantastic it's my go-to program to put on with Milo. It used to be Bob's Burgers and now I'm like, oh, we got to watch Bluey. We <laughs> yeah, got to watch Bluey. Yeah, yeah. when, when Ted Lasso comes back for its final season, that's mm. going to be your go-to wholesome. He's, yeah. yeah, I don't think it... I think Bluey's more wholesome, man. I'm, you know how you, you said you would never take Milo to a panto? Yeah. They did Bluey live? No. Oh. No, because it would ruin it. It would ruin actual Bluey for me. Okay. It's like going to Disney World. That's not a real Elsa. It's like just some bitch with a haircut. Okay, now the movie's done. This is boring. <laughs> Bingo. Is this the storm bit? Nah, it's just some monkeys in a tree. Hey, Chubbles, look what I invented. We can use it to explore the groundlands. Oh, Chunky, you and your inventions. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, should we move on? Yeah. So uh, I watched 90 Day Fiance and Bear in the Big Blue House this week. And, <gasps> I fucking uh, love Bear in the Big Blue House. No, no, Welcome no, to no. the Blue House. I went to see that live as well, Andy, at Disneyland, weirdly. <laughs> There's a lot of dark shit about Bear in the Big Blue House. Look up Hey, don't you dare. Fucking. Like, how, who pays the rent? Like, who is it just Bear? Yeah. 
is just there, is and job? he's got a couple of squatters there. Is that mm. is that what's going on? Like, what does he do? What's his job? How does he get income? Why do you? What are you? The around? fucking tax is man? Is he into human uh, trafficking? <laughs> no, they're just his friends. Um, this week I watched like how Marcy and Sherlock live in your house. Um, I watched three things. Let's move on. Three things. Um, they're all new things uh, in no particular order. I watched Elvis, which is the uh, long movie uh, about Elvis. Billy from Who's Stranger Elvis? Things is in that. Sure, Austin Butler. I'm guessing that's Billy from Stranger Things. No, he's from no. Glee. Uh, I don't know, Pen. Hang on, I'm looking. I don't know. I only Are bring it up sure because I'm, it? I'm, I'm waiting for you both to pronounce it. His name's David Montgomery because I'm going to meet him. <sighs> so I know exactly who he is. Thank you. I oh, just don't know who he there. is. In Steve Binder. Steve Binder. Sure. He's the only uh, reason I will watch that movie. Main people are Austin Butler, who plays Elvis, and Tom Hanks, who plays uh, plays the famous Colonel Tom Parker, who um, is kind of the whole movie is kind of told from his perspective. He kind of talks like. I didn't ruin Elvis. Here's the story of Elvis. Is he the manager? So he was the famous kind of manager of Elvis that basically overworked him to shit and got mm. him to do loads yeah. and loads and loads and loads and loads of things till he was completely fucking And for like out. not a lot of money and stuff as well, didn't he? Not a lot. Got him to kind of sell out a little bit. There's a thing in, in the film as well about a dog. Boo. That Spoil it. Um, Does that mean but, Tom Hanks um, is the bad guy? That doesn't yeah. Happen. Has it finally it, it, happened? Is what finally happened. Tom Hanks has but never a been a bad guy. guy before. He's. I think it doesn't count if he's basing it on a real person. I mean, it is based off a real person. I mean, he is technically. I mean, he acts like a bad guy in the film and with reason because of what happened to Elvis. But you know, it's it's basically a, it's like a walkthrough through his entire life. It's really, 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 really fast paced. So it goes from like year to year within a scene like Jesus. throughout the entire film so yeah it's really quick pace it plays all like elvis's famous kind of moments and stuff mm. and it's all mm. them and stuff is it uh, baz um, is it baz lerman he did um romeo and juliet, romeo and, juliet. and stuff so that kind of makes does sense. Oh, does, the yeah. does it have the bit where he fights a mummy with black jfk <laughs> uh no that's because okay. that no. movie was shit, so they left it out of this one. They do go into the movie side a little bit, but um, yeah, it's it's just basically all about him and, and his growing up and stuff. Um, Austin Butler's good. He's really good as Elvis. Uh, the accent takes a little bit of time to get used to, but it's the closest you're probably going to get to the real thing. But hmm. It's hard to do an Elvis impersonation. 7.5 on IMDb. Can you do one? Of course he can. He's a Aww. master of. Oh, that was fantastic. Thank you, thank it's like it was. That was good. It's like it was in the room. The second one was genuinely better. Okay, I'll have to ask my mum if that was better or if Gollum was better. If you like your soul music, it's got a great soundtrack. Um, it's got a weird thing with the soundtrack. I don't know if I should spoil this. It's about the music, and I don't know if I should spoil it. Okay, I, it won't spoil it, but I fucking hate it, podcasters it, that it put does, spoilers in. Shut the fuck up. I'm not. It's nothing to do with story. It does a weird thing where you don't expect where it's trying to introduce kind of modern day music into old school music in the soundtrack. And I won't explain it, but when you see it, it's kind of like a new, ah, oh, 
that's an interesting way of doing it. But so yeah. what? So it's got like an Elvis rendition of Billie Eilish's "Bad Guy." Oh. Not no, it's no, I won't say anymore. But it's got it's it mixes it up. It does. It just doesn't play. You know, Elvis's songs like in backgrounds and when he's you know when there's no talking around or other types of music from that era. It just mixes it up with modern day, like let's say beats or certain drum beats and certain oh, I see. Uh, vocals like, and things yeah, like that. It's like weird. Fat Boy Slim, I'm with you. Yeah, I can't, yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, so. Elvis died Fat Boy Fat, didn't he? So he did. So did Chris um, Farley. We're all circled yeah. today. Yeah, <laughs> we're unintentional, but okay. <laughs> I also watched 2000, uh, 2022's Fall which is about big heights. If you've ever been up at top of a mountain, fall ain't the movie for you. Um, fall is a weird film. It's kind of like one of those films that they made in the early 2000s that they, like, uh, what was that one that I saw? I just, uh, was, what's the one with Thingy? He's cancelled now, isn't he? Um, you, could, you could talk about anyone. Off. What's uh, 127 hours? Yeah, in? Franco, where he cuts yeah. his arm off. I've been there. Franco, yeah. It's kind of a bit like that, where you're stuck in the same place the entire film in a situation, and they're trying to get out of it. It's about two girls who go and climb an old 2,000-foot radio tower. Because... That seems like a silly idea. And I quote, <laughs> One of the girls had a bad, tragic accident on a mountain trip. Someone died, basically. You see it in the first scene. Um, and she never wanted to go climbing ever again until <laughs> her friend like one day, one that. year later from that exact day, goes to her, hey, let's climb a 2,000 foot radio tower. Why? Because it'll take your mind off it. Come on. That I mean, sounds I more did, dangerous than a mountain. Like mountains are meant to be climbed. Radio towers, not so much. Radio, it's literally like straight up in the sky, yeah, one ladder going up. It's a bit rusty. Yeah, it fucking serves you right, idiots. I kind of liked it a little bit. It's a bit tit tick. said that wrong. It's a bit TikToky and Instagrammy because there seems to be a lot of influence about social media about hey, look, we're climbing the fucking radio tower and stuff. And it takes it out of it. Do they a live bit? stream them falling off the radio tower? That's what um, But <laughs> the thing I really like is the the way it looks and the way it makes me feel is genuinely really fucking tense. It is really they they shot it so well that it doesn't look like a green screen. It looks like they're on top of a fucking two thousand foot tower, which they might have been. I haven't looked into it, but I doubt it. Um, but it's really tense. It's, uh, I'm not someone who's afraid of heights or anything like that, but it, it legitimately is I, quite a scary film to watch in that sense. But yeah. I really don't like heights. Oh, you would love it. So I am <laughs> not planning to watch it. Yeah, uh, people who don't like heights, this will be one to scare you, literally. It is yeah, really I'm well out. done. But, okay. well, I'm the sort I'm, of guy who gets on a plane assuming it's going to crash. Do you know what I mean? If the second I'm up high, I mean, I'm like, I well, that's it, heights, my fate is sealed. Um. I think about Final Destination every time I get on a plane, so I'm kind of with you. It's a good um, hour and a half killer. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, I watched the new Netflix television series of anime. Welcome back, anime. It's been a while. You didn't Thank say you it right. 
Hanime. <laughs> it's been a while since uh, a while. I saw you last. It's been uh, since uh, Arcane. Seven hours and God. 16 days. Arcane was the last <laughs> fucking anime I watched properly on the full series, which was a fantastic show. Penny's Sorry, everyone. dead. <laughs> and he made yes. me choke on my drink. <laughs> It's a good joke. What an amazing yeah. reference. I'm so happy. <sighs> Sorry, um, I watch Cyberpunk Edgerunners, which is a... That's that game you like. It is that game he likes. It's a... Um, he fucking loves computer games. He denies it. That's all he a, likes in life. And ducks. It, uh, thank you. It is a uh, anime series based off, yes, Cyberpunk. Um, made by the same people who made Cowboy Bebop, which hmm. is a pretty big deal. And the anime Wait, the style new one is... Or the cartoon? I the new trigger, one was live action. Trigger. Yeah. So the, Whoever Trigger is. <coughs> the original is, one was the... Uh, anime. Yeah, the anime. Yeah, not the live action. Um, so it's got an old school kind of anime vibe to it, which is kind of cool to see because everything else is trying to be all modern techie and stuff. And this is kind of cool. And it's a bit different. Um, lots of blood, lots of sex, mm. lots of drugs, lots of Anime's for kids, though, Dan. This is a 15s. <laughs> Um, it is definitely not for kids. There is a lot of stuff in this that is not for kids. Um, I I liked it a lot. It was surprised. I thought it was going to be awful um, because it's just a spin-off of a video game series, but and it's really hard to do sometimes. Um, it was actually really good, and a lot of people really, 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 really like this. And the only thing I would say is if you, it might be a bit of a struggle. I would say if you haven't played Cyberpunk, but then again it, as long as you understand that the earth is doomed the near future is going to be a, a place where there's no one has any money everyone is dying you, your average age and life dwindles down you get replaced with robotic arms because you need them for protection as long as you understand that concept sure. yeah. so so you know the uk in 2023 fine. Mm. yeah pretty much they can't afford to give us all robotic arms. But it ain't like I'm holding a grudge. Wouldn't have jumped that raging psycho if I was. Liar. I'm serious. No, you would have. You're the guy who jumps into the fire to rescue someone. Anyone. Even when you know you're gonna get burned. Just that type. We back to the you're no merc thing? Maine thinks I got what it takes. Why is it you don't see? It's not that. I know you'll make a good edge runner. Already are, I think. So what's the problem? Don't make a name for yourself as a cyberpunk by how you live. Make a name by how you die. Film out of the hat <sighs> is, uh, we take a film, we'll watch it. Two weeks. In time. a hat. <laughs> From two weeks. In a hat. Set hat is over there somewhere. This week, it was Andy's choice. With Swiss Army Man from 2016, starring just his favourite person in the world, Daniel Harry Radcliffe, Potter and the, Harry Potter and the Riddler. And the Riddler. <laughs> I have written <laughs> Harry Potter. Ramona right Flowers. <laughs> yeah, That's who I mean, she was. This is, oh, this yeah. is all on brand for me now. I think about it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, I it knew I recognised her, but I didn't know what from. Is there anyone else in the cast list that was related to Andy in some way? I don't think there is. Uh, I don't think I'm re related to any of them, <laughs> but I have a mild appreciation for at least one of them. Okay. You have more than a mild appreciation for Harry Potter. You fucking love him. 
name is his Daniel. name is Daniel Radcliffe. It's not <laughs> Harry Potter. His Respect name is the Daniel. Harry Potter. I've literally Respect. called him HP in this. He, he doesn't look like Harry Potter in this. No, but in my notes, that's what he is. That's because you checked now, out within thirty seconds. I, I want full disclosure. Now, hang on. Okay. I want full disclosure here. There was a little bit of a comment before the recording of this episode. I won't, won't mention the details, but there is some suggestion here that Penny might be critical of this film. There was a slight suggestion that she might be critical, but nonetheless, take that into consideration, Andy, before you go off the rails. <laughs> well, I think I think the suggestion was, oh, I'm worried about having to talk about it because I know you've had a pissed off day. So I mean, so that's not a good sign, is it? Yeah, but you've had a jolly all day now that you're all we're all together here. To be fair, this is going better than I expected it to, so it's fine. It's all good, Andy. Hey, cheer up. Come on. Come on, mate. Let's just get on it. (laughs) The movie starts. Several items float in the middle of the ocean, having messages written on them by someone stating that they are hungry, bored, and they don't want to die alone. It's a little boat made (laughs) Out of what's it made out of? Is it? I thought it's like it was a milk carton, isn't it? Sure. Like a plastic milk jug, isn't it? Milk carton. Yeah, I yes. think so. It was just the. It's a little boat. <laughs> it's a little boat. It's, just, it's like oh, oh it's is this film circle. about miniature men or something in a boat? <laughs> it wasn't. Um, and then we cut to deserted island. Hank Thompson, bye bye, Paul Dano, uh, gets ready to hang himself. So already, this is a chirpy film <laughs> going into this. Um, he then sees the body of a young man, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, washed up on shore. Hank attempts to walk over, but forgets he's got a noose around his neck <laughs> and is almost hung until the rope snaps. Uh, he then runs, runs the young man, checks for a pulse, but he's dead. Hank then hears a rumbling sound from the inside of a body. <laughs> from the inside of the man's body and the corpse farts. We're going to be saying fart a lot throughout the entire season. There's a lot of farting in this. Uh, Kang takes the belt off the man's pants and uses it, uses it to try and hang himself again. However, the corpse continues to fart so much that it moves a little. Hank runs back to the corpse and uses his farts to ride away from the island like a jet ski. Hank loses his balance and falls into the water, and that is our intro. I would just, just <laughs> so, okay. So, for anyone that hasn't seen this film, <laughs> that's the first ten minutes is just fucking farting. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I gave a round of applause when that happened. I was like, Andy, you did it again, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I feel like I should jokes. also add this. This isn't a comedy. No, it's not. No, well, it's a black comedy, right? Kind of. Right, it's a black comedy, but it's not. Yeah. There's no fucking laughter track. It's, this isn't a frat boy That's sort of Owen Wilson sort of no. thing. This is art house at its finest, and you know it is because it was by A24. It was by A24. Oh, see, they were 50 50. Now proof. they're like 60 More 40 proof the wrong Penn way. He doesn't like art house films. Well, it's, I didn't know that. So, like I said, they were 50 50 before, but now um, 60 40. Because I've written, I probably wouldn't would have turned this off by now if I didn't have to watch it. Hank wakes up in a different location near the woods. He thinks the corpse has saved him. 
Hank brings the corpse into a cave as it rains that night. The corpse appears to be collecting water in his mouth while he's sticking his tongue out. So fucking stupid. <laughs> this is this is funnier because it's just watching Panga for fuck's sake, fucking stupid idea. Honestly. Uh, in the morning, Hank gets thirsty. Uh, the corpse starts spewing water from his mouth. Hank drinks it in a cup he found. <laughs> I put, don't drink dead man fountain water for fuck's sake. It literally it just rained. It just rained. Yeah, He's drinking my... water out of a fount of a corpse. Oh. That has just been collected in a reservoir of a body. Yeah. A rotty, safe... dead body. No, this safe vessel of a human well, body. Well, he, he sipped it to see if it was rotting and it was fine. It was pure yeah. water. If anything, it was, was like it opening a bottle of Volvic. No. Didn't need a Brita filter no. on there. It's disgusting. It was absolutely fine to go. You know, you yeah. have to put it in It's disgusting. If he'd, also, if he'd shaken him up a bit, it would have been sparkling water. Because you're doing would, this yeah. to annoy me because you know it's stupid. He thanks the corpse and starts talking to him. The corpse replies with a groggy, Okay, buddy, leading Hank to scream and punch him in the face. Just a fair reaction. Mumble- yeah. Uh, the corpse starts mumbling, making it sound like he's saying Manny. So Hank starts calling him that. He thinks he may be hallucinating from starvation, but he starts, he starts trying to get Manny to remember anything he can about life. See, I thought that was a hallucination. I thought he was going mad, and it was like... Yeah. He also mm. looks either like a Gallagher brother or that guy from Brassic. <laughs> Which guy he? from Brassic? The main one. The guy that's Cassidy in... Um... What, Joe Gilgan? Yeah. He looks just like him right near the... Especially near the beginning. Does he? He's, yeah, he does. Because his fringe is quite high up as well. But mm. it's, I noticed it especially when he was like... <laughs> kind of starting to be a little bit less dead he was like a like an ugly mm. ugly and old gallagher if that's possible uh, but i love how fucking dare you i know he's a handsome man i love no no he's an arsehole i met him he's a douchebag good <laughs> <laughs> love the guy from brassic though Not it's nice to know that famous people don't hide away from what they truly are you know they're they're, they're what they are at heart he definitely doesn't Okay, well. <laughs> uh, Hank carries Manny on his back as they walk through the woods. He reminds Manny of various aspects about life, like pooping and sex. Most and wanking. There's, is, this is all and farts wanking. and pooping and wanking. And it's an important time speaking. in a man's life when he can poop, wank, and fart at the same time, you know? No. Just no. Manny sees a picture of a sports magazine with a beautiful woman in the pages. He gets an erection that Hank uses as a compass to guide him away. <laughs> I feel like I should just go now. I think I just wrote dead boner. And oh, if he, he keeps making stuff, he really wants to get home, right? But he just keeps making yeah. toys yeah. out of trash to show manny what life well, is what like. are you gonna do on he's a deserted a- island pen yeah he's trying to get i thought he wanted to go home but he's just sitting there making yeah, well, well he wanted to get home once he realized that manny's boner would lead him home until that point he was just trying to survive that's why they were reenacting films in jurassic park <laughs> and stuff i tell you what this is a better this is a better way a better castaway story than castaway yeah. where fucking wilson was just sat there in the entire time with no expression not doing that's anything true. 
It's a bit boring. Well, three you know, notes I have in a row. Didn't care, didn't care when he fell in the fucking sea, if I'm honest. Dead boner, divining rod penis, wanking talk. The next three notes I have. Uh, on the walk, Hank steps in a pile of poo. Then he hears what sounds like a bear growling. In a panicked fit, Hank and Manny tumble down a hill. After the fall, Manny sees Hank's phone in a plastic bag, which Manny thinks belongs to him. Ooh. Uh, the wallpaper shows a woman called Sarah, played by... Ramona Flowers. Ramona Flowers. <laughs> which I didn't know. Ramona... Whom Hank, who, whom Hank would have always see on the bus, uh, sitting by herself. He took a picture of her secretly. Uh, Manny falls in love with Sarah, now finding motivation to get home. So he only met her once. So I was trying to work out like he's been like I thought the big twist is he's been stalking her for like ages. And we're giving she- too much away. Yeah, you're too early. Oh no, we're not doing this conversation again, are we? <laughs> You're too early. Well, you're like, I you're just assumed early. it was, was his girlfriend was... at this point. I thought it yeah. was... No, no, no. Before the, the twist. Before the, the twist. Yeah, but the Bef- twist I'm isn't talking... for ages. I'm talking about in this moment, guys. I'm talking about in this moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just assumed it was his girlfriend. Yeah. I was just okay. like, oh, that's Manny's... I don't... Yeah. To be fair... It's, it's just a picture that yeah, I just of his girlfriend that he's taken while she's on the bus. Yeah. I had my suspicions early. That's because you're a suspicious man. It's because he's a stalker. What does that mean? <laughs> Don't know. Sure. You're like Elvis. Oh, it's so many circles. You're a man of low morals. I didn't... Elvis had... What? I was talking about the song Suspicious <laughs> Minds, not Why morals. am I being punished for reading? <laughs> <laughs> Hank begins to remind Manny uh, what it feels like to love. Aww. Hank dresses up to look like Sarah so Manny it, can talk to her. He fucking shaves his face with Harry Potter's teeth. <laughs> Fuck off. That is... He's a Swiss army man. I he's, know. He's full of utility. Oh, just... now I get it. Well, apparently Penn fucking doesn't. I did get it. I just thought it was stupid. How else are you going to shave in the jungle? Or You're not. Really you definitely... Get a turtle. You try and... I want to see you try and shave with cat's teeth. It's not happening. He was smooth <laughs> as a baby's bum. It was unrealistic. How do you know if you've never tried it before? Ah. It was exactly. unrealistic. You're unrealistic. That's where we're at, are we, today? (laughs) Don't make me call you out in public, Daniel. Manny is awkward and doesn't know how to talk to women. Uh, The two also discuss topics like masturbation and family members, including how Hank's mom died and he doesn't have the best relationship with his dad. And he can't wank because of his mom. So he can't... It's because... It's something because his his his, his mum like not challenged him, but said he would have to go a long way to catch up to her in terms of wanking or something. And now whenever he now whenever he wanks, he, thinks he knocks of his one out, he, he thinks of his mum and it puts him off. I mean, that's a fair reaction to have. But yeah, still. is it? Like if you thought of your mum every time, I would hope it would put you off. I think of your mum all the time, but it's fine. Well, I was going to say, I think of Penn's mum all the time, but I know Helen will listen to this. So. <laughs> she will. Hi, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to get texts about this. It gets unpleasant, you're telling me, when Manny makes a connection between masturbating and Hank's mom, causing Hank to yell at him. He apologizes for that, though. And he should apologize for that. No. No, it's all right. I'm going to allow hmm. it. Uh, in the woods, Hank... <laughs> 
starts to build several structures, like a bus, a theater, a cafe. On the bus, Hank plays out plays out with Manny what it's like to see Sarah getting on the bus and trying to find the courage to talk to her in a weird, strange... He's teaching him to be human again, isn't he? He's, mm-hmm. he's trying he to teach him... He's t- you know, telling him what words like weird is or how fear feels. And he's trying to... He's trying to kickstart his human nature. Oh, yeah, but the irony of it, Andy. He was, I will say, he was very good at going from, because obviously right at the beginning, he is a corpse and he doesn't move and he doesn't do anything. And yeah. the way he Metaphor. subtly, yeah, the way he subtly goes from being dead to, because, you know, he only like talks out of one side of his mouth or whatever, you yeah. know, and then he gets more and more yeah. alive. He was very good at that. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, you could say it's the, um, the progression of the the feeling inside you know internal feeling dead inside and then progressing into like a happier person and that's uh, how we, see, I'm talking bullshit where are you, this, where are you yeah. at that moment right <laughs> yeah, now where are I we? just like to add <laughs> as you can see I'm talking out of one side of my mouth so <laughs> yeah we're trying to get Andy you know to the promised land he knows he's got a child <laughs> you love hell? everything when you have a child you're good. I love Bluey and I love yeah. Married at First Sight. Um, I think it, there was also a point where Hank was telling Manny what it felt like to see Sarah and completely oversold it. And Hank, uh, Manny was like, no, it's too much. I can't do it. You're, yeah. you're making it too real. I don't like well, it. Well, now they're like, it's too much. I can't talk to her now. I'm scared to talk to her because she's up on this pedestal. Yeah. Because he's laying his feelings onto his feeling still had no feeling idea the way point. he's feeling yeah because uh, <laughs> that's how he feels about his girlfriend yeah hank starts to use manny uh, like a multi-purpose tool i liked him being a grappling hook yeah, okay <laughs> like hunting for food by shooting things out of manny's mouth uh chopping wood with his arms he really didn't have a problem with any fire. of this bit apart from that bit lying no actually that fire. was the only fart i will allow Oh, okay. You the only fart you. Oh, allow. so now you do allow farts. You do no, allow just farts that one. now. Approve because farts? it made sense. Well, it can't just be the... that one because there's other ones that are required later on as well. So, what we'll about come back to this conversation? But using him as a jet ski short. was fucking stupid. But obviously, he was trying to escape from a desert island. It wasn't yeah, stupid. It was clever. You're just saying the opposite of everything, Dan Sharp. Yeah, because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I also really yeah. enjoyed. Says a lot. The the new uh, the different arrangement of Cotton Eye Joe was one of my favourite parts of the film. So um, Andy Hull from Manchester Orchestra did the soundtrack for this film, it which will be of interest good. to Liam and Lindsay. Yeah, because um, it, it all is, like little songs that he made up, like it was all ones that they were singing, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, and there were some other ones as well. Yeah, it was it was all based on the dialogue because they 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 did the. Like the Dan's score movie. to Jurassic Park oh, at yeah. one yeah. point. But like Dan's movie where they were like, hey, I'm dancing in the street. His was a bit like building some stuff out of trash. It, no, no. But, not it as, wasn't but more that subtle. Su- it, was, it was more emotive. <laughs> it was. I liked it. I'm not. This is, this is one of the bits that I liked. Calm down. There's only a few. Stuck on an island with a dead body. Gonna <laughs> find my, my friend, way home. <laughs> Me and my friend, we're eating raccoons, which I did not like. I don't like raccoon murder. Hank puts on a shadow puppet theatre performance. Uh, oh, yeah, he also finds out because he can light 
make a what was it crackling fire whatever you can fucking flint uh make fire with his hands he was like yay let's uh we can actually have a fire now and he makes a puppet theater performance a movie's like jurassic park and et for manny uh the two start to cross a pipe above a river the pipe breaks and the two fall into a river hank tries to get air from manny before they are shot to the surface by manny's farts <sighs> hank this is a sad bit Hank then uh, Hank then sticks something into Maddie's mouth <laughs> and shoots it up as a grappling hook to climb up the hill. Very you said offensive. you liked that bit, Pam. Yeah, I liked the grappling hook bit. I didn't like the. I just didn't need so many farts. I'm sorry. Well, I'm finally, not... we're going to talk science after this. Oh, I know the point of it, but I didn't like it. Okay. Well, you've been saying it since I've been reading the entire thing. Can I just read well, Dad, the entire like, thing? Gonna then talk we can to talk me about, about the science of farts. I'm like, I'm with you. I understand why okay. they used it yeah, in the, the movie. Decomposition let's, of a corpse. I know how it works. Leave, I watch CSI. Let's leave the views to the <laughs> end, please, people. Let's let's get through this together. Okay, come on. So Hank finally gets a signal on his phone. Weirdly, a car passes by him when it happens. See if they'd stop fucking around with fucking puppet theaters, they could have got home sooner. Yeah, but you're missing the point. But the point is that Manny is teaching her to be human and how to talk to girls. She's trying to get us. He's just trying to get us. It's not working. I know. He's gotten a birthday message from his dad. He goes on Instagram and looks at Sarah's profile. She has a husband and a daughter. When Manny... Call 911. When Manny learns about this, he feels upset for Hank, making him think that he was going to get a chance to be with Sarah. The two go up a tree when a bear shows up and claws Manny's leg. Up a tree, Manny starts crying after feeling deceived. He says he wishes he were dead again. Oh. Yeah, because that was the whole point. He was like, if we get home, then I can see Sarah. I love Sarah. You Your made life made me miserable. <laughs> and then it's like, hey, I lied. She's my boss girl. Uh, Hank spots a town uh, not far from where they are, and he tries to get the attention of passing cars. The branch then breaks and Hank twists his leg. The bear starts to drag him away until Manny drops from the tree and starts moving on his own. <gasps> He's like a real something boy. A thriller. Kind of. He's powered by love because Hank he says... Because they're best friends. Hank says that he's sorry that he wasn't honest with him and that he hopes when they are all chewed up by bears and shit, they are, turn into poo. And then their poo meets in the sewers and they combine and so they get together. to see each other again. I, also like, I mean, it's a clunky analogy, but it's still very sweet. Yeah. I also like the line, what is it, where he says, how can I trust a friend that holds his farts in? How, yeah. Like, I won't know everything about him if he keeps his farts in. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, because, he, you know, he's using Manny's farts the whole time and he's never seen Hank fart. And that's, I think that's yeah. a fair thing, you know. Yeah, it got to be a bit open. You know, yeah. let yourself out there, you know. Yeah. It's okay to fart in front of people, particularly it if you're mates. He sets one of his farts... This is a great next line. He sets one of his farts on fire and scares the bear away. He does like a full Serious fucking flip, film. doesn't he? Serious film. Uh, Hank passes. <laughs> um, when Hank wakes up to find Manny carrying him away from the woods and close to a house. Pen, were oh. you okay with that fart where he sets it on fire to flip over the bear? I just, by this point, there were so many farts. Oh, I was just over it. <laughs> Don't concentrate. Here's a, here's a good advice. Don't concentrate on the farts so much. It's not about it the farts. It was very you hard not to. They meeting. were every 
10 yeah, minutes. You're fighting. Oh, okay. I'll explain why I didn't like the farts. We'll get there. Yeah. Let Dan anti-farts. do it and then we'll get to the end. I am pro farts. So you can be your anti farts status. That's fine. The house is Sarah's house. The tooth Convenient. thumbled down the hair. The, you're getting my words wrong now because all the cameras thumbled the down the hair. Yeah, thumbled down the hair. <laughs> oh, mate, that was the best one you've done for a all while. All I can hear <laughs> in my fucking ear is Penny going, fucking shit, bitch, fucking dick. <laughs> the tooth thumble. That's still not a word. Tumble. Tumble. Tumble down whatever the hill. I'm reading it too hard now. <laughs> the hill. Reading the too hard. I'm concentrating on it so much that I'm trying to get it right. That's why oh, I'm reading it too hard. Dan, you're fucking adorable. They are <laughs> shut up. They are met by Sarah's door, Chrissy. Uh, she can apparently communicate with Manny as well. Manny creeps her out with his water puking and his, and his spontaneous penis. boners. <laughs> Causing Chrissy to cry. Sarah comes out and sees Hank and Manny. The song Ramona Flowers plays in the back. <laughs> Manny is no longer responsive. I'm maybe I'm going too far ahead again. I'm, I'm talking about endings now and I shouldn't be talking about it. You, you want to know one. why Manny's not moving anymore? It's because it's... I, I'm guessing it's because of the reality of the situation has kicked in where she's there now and it's like you freeze up. Well, and, and like, he can't be, he can't be himself. He can't... He's not supposed to fart. It's scared because he farts and the kid's like, that's gross. And they're like, no, it isn't. Yeah. And then yeah, the boner, he's like, else. no, you can't do that with your boner. So they were living yeah, in the it's woods scarce. and being free and being themselves. And now they're back to reality. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. actually, you can't get a boner in front of a child because, you know. Yeah. It scares, yeah. See, scares Chrissy. It. He saw her face and he, he thought it's too, she it's too much reality. he was a monster. Yeah. Yeah. I've just written, of course the world killed Manny again because it's fucking shit. <laughs> like yeah. it literally beats the life out of him within five minutes of him being yeah. in it. Lucky Manny, you know what I mean? <laughs> Paramedics, cops and a news crew show up at Sarah's house. Hank's dad arrives and sees the body bag with Manny in it, thinking Hank is in there. Uh, he goes to his car and cries. The reporter starts to interview Hank over his experience. The cops then look at Hank's phone and see the pictures of Sarah, which freaks her out. Hank ignores everyone, runs to Manny's body, taking it into the woods. Sliding it into the woods. It's probably the best. Thrusting. Thrusting. He literally thrusting. He's on top of him and he's thrusting on the edge of a cliff or a hill. So they like Like scoot into the river. What's that? What's that uh, style of skating that was in that film we saw that I didn't know that was going downhill? Downhill. Like bobsled. Bob split? Yeah, it was Bob luge. Sled. It was a luge. rollerball. Rollerball. Street luge. Street luge. Street luge. Street luge, dead body in the river. <laughs> uh, everyone follows them and walks past all the things that Hank built. Uh, they, make it, uh, they make it back to shore where Hank and Manny first are washed up on. Hank doesn't want anyone to take Manny away. An officer cuffs Hank and takes him away. Some farting is heard. Then everyone sees Manny moving as he farts violently. He's, his farts then send him away across the ocean with his little face poking out the I've, fucking ocean. I've got, I've got a minor caveat to add to that. Okay, I have one sentence left and then we'll finish. You, you do the one sentence. Okay. Okay. Everyone looks confused and disturbed except for Hank's dad, Chrissy and Hank, who all react with a smile. That's a Swiss Army man. So the, Andy, what is your camera? The one, the one closing thing I want to say about that scene. So 
Manny is unresponsive on the beach until he hears Hank, Hank fart. fart. And yep. that's how he comes back. The to fart the land brings the him back to life. Yeah, it's like CPR. Mm. Call and response. Yeah. Learned, <laughs> learned that in music class. Um, Penny, also, when he, when, he, when, he, when he's pissing off in the sea, he's smiling. Hank is, uh, Manny is smiling. He's smiling. And that's... Yeah. That's a big difference, I think, from the beginning. Um, Pen, what were your thoughts? <laughs> Here we go. I am Kevin Sorbo. Disappointed. I thought you said Kevin Smith. Oh, God, no. Um, Stop bringing him up. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> I really wanted to like this film, and there were bits of it that I genuinely really liked, and every time I really got into it and it was really wholesome, there was a fucking fart joke or a shit joke or a wank joke, mm-hmm. and it ruined it for me. Um, like literally every time there was a nice wholesome moment is like, oh, I can't wank because of my mum and then or like oh let's fart and bring it like I just it seemed to be every time there was a nice moment it just spoiled it for me and also the end made me really sad <laughs> when uh, when the world That's basically good. kills him again that's good it's emotional yeah, like I something. did the bits I enjoyed I really enjoyed if you could just like I got that you know the farting, I mean, farting for him to be a jet ski is stupid, but I got why they used it in the film, but it just, it just, I couldn't, if they could just take out all the fucking farting, it, like maybe a few, maybe not the jet ski bit, but then how else do you, you know, if they could have just been, he could have just been lost somewhere else. And like when they were doing the Swiss Army Man stuff, like the grappling hook and and things like that, and they was like, "Oh, I'll use this fart to like a fire, fine." But it was all the time. So I was like, if they could take all of that out, genuinely would have loved it. The bits, the bits I liked, I really, really liked, but I just couldn't get over. We couldn't have one nice moment without a stupid joke at the end of it. I'm afraid for me. So I was just, I was, and I was really sad at the end when he was in the body bat. Like I've literally written, this is horrible and sad. Awesome. Um, I was slightly grumpy yesterday. <laughs> so mm. being made to be, I was genuinely. It's bleak, isn't it? Yeah. I was, it's a bleak end. Yeah. On brand. I was, I was really sad. And yeah. And I think I'm just, yeah, I'm just disappointed that I couldn't, like I got it and I got all the metaphors and I got why they did it. I just didn't enjoy all the stupid jokes. I'm afraid. So I'm going to give it a four. I nearly gave it an average, but it just, I'm like a disappointed mum. I feel that's a bit sympathy, the way I I build it up there, if you're giving it a four. You know, I feel like you're you're going for a sympathy. No, it's been a four since yesterday. That was the score that I gave it. sound like a four. No, no, that's because of the bits I really liked. I did really, really like, and they were really wholesome. Uh, Also, I really enjoyed Nigel, if you want to make me give it points for... Stupid reasons <laughs> like track. I normally do. Can I have a one, point for Cotton one point to Gryffindor for the track. <laughs> yeah, one point for Harry Potter. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry I didn't like it, but I really really liked half of it. Oh, I was oh, apologising to you. I was apologising to Andy. <laughs> oh, you don't I'm his, I'm his lawyer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah, I was going to be lower than that. I'll be honest. So yeah, no, I just, like result. honestly really really oh. enjoyed half of it. But the other half, I just couldn't see. Look at the positivity raining from us now. Look, look, it's not as bad as it they seems. Were like, she's going like, to give it a zero. Metaphor, and I was like, metaphor is all over the place here. Like, come on, guys. 
give each other a hug. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice. What an excellent hug. <laughs> Andy, what do you think of the film? It's your choice. Um, I, I really like this film. I think it's... I appreciate that uh, it's an unconventional sort of film. And I am very aware that the farting is not for everyone, as Penn has confirmed. But I, I don't think it's that sort of gross out comedy. It's not a road trip. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's more nuanced and it's delicate and it's there for a reason because it has to build up to more important farts later in the story. See? <laughs> really I think it looks really lovely mm. and the, the um, score is also yeah. superb. Uh, the twist at the end where you find out that she's married with a kid and he turns up at her house I didn't see coming the first time and it genuinely um, not blew my socks off but to be you know. fair I was like that when I realised it was his phone yeah I was like, oh shit um, I think it's just like a descent into madness I think it's I think it's um, an interesting allegory for mental health and uh, it's the the it's a really delicate depiction of the fragility of mental health, and I think that's a nice thing. I I'm gonna give it a nine. Ooh ooh. Oh no, the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's like zero. Nine. nine. What if I'm the lowest out of all you, Andy? Hmm. I love you. Yeah. But I think this was a fucking good film, and I really enjoyed it. I thought you might. This was one of the films that I was genuinely excited to come out of the hat because I thought I, you might both get something different from it. I legitimately enjoyed it. I'm not just saying that I legitimately enjoyed it. Um, yes, there's farts. And yes, I think you could possibly make a film toning down said farts um but it's different you know i like it it's different it's it's weird it's weird funny it's my kind of humor as well a little bit just farts but there's but it's also just um i like paul dano and danny rucker together they make a good mm, comedy act they, were good. <laughs> they are really, yeah. really 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 good they were convincing in those roles like yeah. the slightly fucking fucked up weird kid and a naive corpse yeah i i just found it really funny. Um, and I was it has genuinely dark sad when I thought they would not be friends anymore. Yeah, it has its <laughs> dark moments. And that's kind of cool as well because I want to get my heart broken a little bit. And I didn't expect to get emotionally invested in the film by the time the body bag scene came up. And I was just mm. like, oh shit, uh, what's happened? Huh? Which is they weird because... Because when they it's get to weird. like... Well, no, but when they get it's, like home again, you're like, well, of course he can't be friends with a corpse like there's going to be lots of questions so it's almost like you of course they're not going to be friends at the end but you're yeah. still you still don't really think about that or see it coming and you're still sad about it i i like a film that takes an a a situation that you find weird when the film starts and then by the end of it you go hey leave them alone you know yeah, yeah. That, that's an effective fucking film like um like uh, Free Willy. What? I don't know. Whale and a boy shouldn't be together. 
Jump free, Are you just really saying jump. that because he like farts his way out of the and grappling? No, he doesn't like, like, fart his way. He jump free, freely jump, and he jumps over him, and he's yeah, like, like after touching. When they fall the down the bridge, he like free, freely farts his All way. All I'm out. saying is, whales went up ninety percent in my relationship uh, or feelings towards them. Um, after they that did. film, yeah, there was a big rise in whale <laughs> oh, stuff after Free yeah. Willy. <laughs> would have been totally different what? if he had landed on the kid, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Yeah, there wouldn't have been a sequel. They did that in The Simpsons. Um, but yeah, I um, I think it's really good. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I didn't expect to. I'm not saying I didn't expect because of you, because I was just the, the streak you've been on a little bit has been. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what to expect sometimes. But I really, really, really like this. Yeah, not for everyone. I get it, but for me eight i am sad i didn't like it i am disappointed well, well you sit over there in your four out of tens and me and andy will sit I up will. here on our eights and nines thrones, thrones of farts paul dano <laughs> took the role because he was pitched one sentence and the sentence was the first laugh the first fart will make you laugh the second the last the first fart will Good make job. you laugh the second the last will make you fart cry. will make you cry and i think right. that's a fair fair analogy because the first one is the one where you <laughs> go oh sound, shit it does the sound last like one a, is when he escapes it's, it does it does sound like a Kevin Smith <laughs> it does sound yeah. like a Kevin Smith thing yeah if you don't know Jurassic Park you don't know shit this is from home where all the other people are why is it out here now well, it's trash it's everything people don't want so we hide it why don't people want it anymore well that's broken. That's empty. This is useless. Smelly. Old. How did you get so far from home? I, I ran away, but that's... It doesn't matter. That's what's important, is you remembering your life. Okay. What is life? Oh, okay. This is you. This is your body. And, and that's where your brain is, and that's where you're going to remember something. Humans have evolved over millions and millions of years to be this way. We do all this stuff because it helps us survive. Kind of. What's that? This poop. I hate to bring it up, but it does sound like... Poop. Breaking you know, news. I have a friend that saw it, saw Clerks 3 today and actually enjoyed it. Okay. Didn't well, you also have one that said it was dog shit? We no, we just decided it was dog shit. Yes. Oh. We're not maybe talking about I Kevin Smith anymore. I can't remember. Been maybe I did have some well, photos dog shit. Maybe one of us will go and watch it and talk no, about it. I'm not giving week. him any more money. Oh, well, someone's got that. I mean, I'm the one fucking you know. watched three new things this week. So. I'll wait for If them. I got to be the guinea pig to get through Kevin Smith's stuff and say, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Apparently, it's a thousand times better than the Jay and Silent Bob reboot and Yoga Hoses, but that's not difficult. It's not eyeball. Did you hear that McDonald's have stopped doing halloumi fries and I'm very upset about that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop be a Dan film. Come on now. You haven't had one for ages. Me? Have you not had one for a while? We've all had one in the last three. Oh. Yeah. I'll oh, shut up then. Dread. <laughs> oh yeah, Dread was yours. Why do I keep thinking they're all Andy? Wait, I'll tell you what, I think for the first time ever... We've got three films. Oh no, I lied. But the second time that I can see, we've got three films with a score of 20 plus back to back. Wow. Well, do you want to guess be... what the other ones were? 
Dread. Just before you announce this. Oh, I've lied twice, actually. <laughs> Andy the stat man. Dread. Dread was good. Great timing, Andy. Stop. <laughs> We've got, After the drum roll. We had a nice. night, Nightcrawler, The Frighteners, 12 Angry Men. Did you guys oh, like The Frighteners? Oh, yeah. Uh, they got yeah. 21. Yeah. But it still counts, I guess. Hey, yeah. don't spoil it because we'll have our end of year awards and then we'll have to give up the best award. And we don't want to tell who's the best so far. And just We've got like know. 50 more episodes Win. before then. <laughs> Anyway, um, what's this film coming out of the hat? <laughs> <laughs> film film out in two hat. weeks' time. Um, hey, Andy, you got yourself promotion. It's the Andy film again. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, let's see how this goes. With <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to watch 2018's Isle of Dogs from Wes Anderson. Mm. Next, in two weeks' time. Hi, everyone. Editing Dan here from the future. Oh, the future's quite scary, isn't it? How about that budget? Um, so we decided over the next few weeks, technically uh, in two weeks' time, when we decided that we were going to watch this film, uh, that it clashes with Halloween. And then we decided very late on, without telling anyone, and I'm sure you'll hear another edit of it in two weeks' time, um, that we won't, we won't be watching Isle of Dogs in two weeks' time. It will be in three weeks. So if you are going to watch it, don't expect it in two weeks' time, because in two weeks' time, it's the Halloween special. Spoilers. Uh, so in three weeks, three weeks from this episode coming out, we will be watching Andy's film, All of Dogs. That's all I have to say. Enjoy the last, like, three minutes of this podcast, I guess. I put that in the hat? Yeah. Did I really? Oh, it's I mean, a, it's been it. in there for a while. I, oh, I don't remember putting in. Disclaimer, I don't really dogs. like any of his films, but I like dogs. So we're 50-50 so far. Oh, for fuck's And it's got sake. Bill Murray and Brian Cranston and I Edward like them. Norton. Yeah. Maybe we're 60-40. Um, so this is uh, a story about an, an island in Japan that is populated by dogs. And one day an orphan boy turns up on that island. Does he get there on and a jet ski? That's a call. Yeah. <laughs> no. This Good. is an I mean, this is an animated film in the style of, of Fantastic, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Mr. Fox which yeah. I, on point of principle, won't put in because I don't want Penn to shit on it. I'm happy to Why just leave it as a ten like in my the, heart. I like Fantastic Mr. Fox, the book anyway, so I'm sure it's fine. You'll find something wrong with it. You always do. Well, that's the content. Dan wants me to have content. <laughs> What and content? You just arguing with each other? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fine. That's I've, got, I've got to pick holes in things. That's my job. So I, I like Isle of Dogs. I don't like it as much as Fantastic Mr. Fox, but I think it's a more interesting story. It's less fun, but it's interesting. Are okay. there any French bulldogs on the Isle of Dogs? I can't remember. It's mm. in Japan. I'm going to say no. <laughs> then I'm out. There's not many French exports over there, you know. I Maybe mean, a, a lot of them of come citrons. from Russia, to be fair. Not actual France, but... What, citrons? No, French bulldogs. Why are we... Oh, right. What? Where did citrons come from? It's not an Isle of Cars. Who knows? You'll find uh, out I'm in confused. two weeks' time. <laughs> Isle of Dogs. Knackered. I thought this was going to be awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm busting for a piss. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unusual Suspects Pod and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I'm at Penny underscore Photopit. Dan talks a lot. That choice is 21. And remember, everyone, 
treat everyone nicely out there. It's nearly Christmas time. Shut up. Don't the, use the C word the in my presence. Not until November. Ringing. The birds are singing. Um, oh, yeah. Little thing. Uh, I know probably that you might find our last episode a di- bit disrespectful to the Queen and stuff. I'm, I don't know if I made up for it this week. I did tell them this, but I've been watching people say goodbye Nod to the Queen on the 24 box. hour. Yeah, 24 hour live stream. Andy found a clip of one guy falling over. I found some people <laughs> doing some... All I've been watching was for the goodbyes. Like, some people have strange goodbyes and stuff, but um, it's quite staggering how many people... But the, like, the queue the, is the eight queue. and a half hours. Yeah. It was ridiculous. You showed me that screenshot. You don't screenshot. even see like, her. Fuck. No. I'd want it to be like yeah. Lenin. If I'm going to queue eight and a half hours, I want to <laughs> see a dead queen. I don't want to see a fucking wooden box. I, I bet she's not even want, in there. Yeah, I want a cup of tea and some fucking volivons. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, you know I like fucking the love better a volivons. <laughs> Volivons are so underrated. Mm. I want to see a dead queen, quote by Penny. Uh, well, she's already dead, so yeah, don't leave marmalade fine. sandwiches out for her. She's dead. She doesn't want them. Don't be stupid. She's a hey, fine queen. Feed right, a child. She, she's a Fucking fine idiots. queen. Do you reckon you could use the queen to fart like a jet ski? Mm. That's only one way to find out. <laughs> see you in London tomorrow, boys. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.